Go Wild is a free social community created for and by hunters. This means that unlike mainstream social media, your trophy pictures won't be censored. They're encouraged. As you spend time on Go Wild, you will earn awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, and big discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex. You will even earn $10 just for signing up. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today. Transform the way you hunt with the all-new base cellular trail camera connected by the Moultrie Mobile app. Moultrie Mobile's industry-best app gives you complete control over your camera settings, up-to-the-minute updates from the field, and other interactive scouting tools on your smartphone or computer. Features like weather forecast, advanced species recognition, interactive maps, and a whole lot more. For more information and to make your purchase, visit www.moultriemobile.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the O2 Podcast. Paul and Andrew are here today. Paul, what's going on, my man? What's up, dude? How you doing? Doing all right? You know, living the dream. Uh, we were just talking how uh, I just had an arrow mishap in my garage. It was raining, so I decided to go out and shoot a little bit. Uh, it's about 15 yards that I've got, and I forgot to move my sight tape back down to where it was because the last time I was shooting at 70, so I forgot to change it, which I've done before, but usually I launch arrows out into the pasture, and today I launched it through my garage door. And I'm going to tell you, Paul, I am amazed at how much of like a bullet hole that thing went through. I did find the arrow. It was like 75 yards up the way and caught up in some tall grass. And I don't even know, I can't, I don't understand how it can have so much power still going through there. Luckily, like legitimately there was no children around or anything like that but holy smokes uh i can't make that mistake again so when you when you ripped that thing off and you realized like did you know immediately that it had gone through the garage door or were you like oh crap where did (laughs) where did it go what did it sound like it had to be real loud it was like a whack and it was not the whap that you hear when it hits the target so yes, in, initially or right away, I knew something went wrong. I expected to find it shattered in like a million pieces, but when I walked up, I was like, "Oh, well, hopefully it's right on the other side of the door." And it wasn't. And then I got really nervous, but I did find it, and all is well. That arrow is actually in pretty good shape still. So, yeah, you when when you sent me that video, I was like, "Oh my god, that's I I thought it was hilarious." I mean, I'm glad that there was no one out there. I mean, worst case scenario, because no one's home at your place right now. Buttercup, the lone survivor, would have been skewered by (laughs) by an arrow in the driveway. That's what my wife wasn't even mad about the hole in the garage door. She asked if Buttercup was okay. So we know where the priorities are set there. Anywho, um, well, Paul, we are only a few days away from Send It Slam, and... I feel like we've been planning for this for a long time, and I'm super stoked. Uh, Like a true nomad, we actually have a guest joining our shooting group and our lodging uh, in Mr. Dan Matthews, so pretty pumped about that. Get to shoot with him and uh, check out everything down there that guys at Go Wild have going on. Dude, it's going to be a party. I cannot wait, man. I'm so excited. Today's Tuesday. We're ripping off Monday or Friday morning. Oh, it's going to be great. Dan Matthews, Justin, my buddy Justin, and 
and Brandon and our wives and kids are all going. We got some bread from Blue Rivers going down there. Missouri Woods and Water, are they going down? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're going down or not. But man, I can't wait. So I told the guys I, I made a post on Go Wild last night. I said I'm coming in hot Friday morning, so they're buckle up. We were having that discussion that do we think it'll be legal to shoot practice shots in the side yard of the Airbnb and uh, how it's probably not and we probably shouldn't do that because we'll have to call up the guys from Go Wild and be like, hey, uh, we're not going to be making it to the thing. Actually, can you come bail us out of jail? Because, uh, yeah. But anywho, so that's coming up July 9th. If you guys have a free weekend and you want to go shoot some archery, I'm sure they'll have have you. Uh, lots of country music, food, beer, all kinds of fun stuff. So that should be a good time. And in it's down in Louisville. Then the following weekend, we've got the archery hike. Uh, archeryhike.com, I think, is the website. Uh, that you can get more information but our buddy justin ross is hosting that and that should be a lot of fun um how many targets do you say he has i was thinking it was like 46 or something like that or it, it was a lot it was it was enough that you're gonna have a good time and you're, you're you're gonna get to shoot a lot down there for sure so i'm looking forward to it what one mile i want to do my goal is three trips around there you think you can do it i know you can do it you think big fella can do it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you got that in you so and then you get to go on vacation, so you better you better be able to do that. So, um, so yes, what do we else we got? Uh, shout out to our buddies over at Tethered TetherNation.com. They just came out with their. I'm actually kind of really upset. They got their new saddles that are out in the Spectre pattern. So, man, those are slick. Yeah, I mean, you're upset because you have to explain to your wife why you bought more more stuff for hunting that you don't actually need. Quiet, so. Paul. <laughs> that's that's why you're upset. So. Uh, that's that's gonna be a lot of fun, man. Getting in that that I I, I got up in it the tether system a couple weeks ago. I still haven't done it yet. I'm I'm nervous to get all the way up in the tree without your guidance. I don't know. I just gotta I gotta quit being a baby about it. It's gonna happen. It's not that bad once you get used to it. So uh, we do need to go practice. Life just keeps getting in the way there. So, um, Oh, yes. Don't forget. So opened up, I think, on July 1st, but you can buy your deer permits for the upcoming uh, deer season. And also, I think I guess it goes through July 31st is the lottery drawings where you can uh, apply for. They got a boatload of hunts all over the state like, uh, yeah, that you can apply to get that uh, extra, you know, bonus hunt or whatever you want to call it. But you got to have your deer permit and your license and everything. So uh, get on the ODNR's website. I did everything from that app, man. Um, and that app is its very handy. So what is this called? Let me just. The Hunt Fish Ohio app uh, is where I picked up all my stuff. Yeah, I did. I applied. I applied for a lot. A lot of those special hunts and lotteries. I'm, I'm looking forward to They had a pretty neat. Uh, Need selection this year. There were a lot of mentor hunts, which I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they've been around. I just haven't. I know, for, like for waterfowl, they've had mentor mentor hunts, but for the for the deer deer hunting uh, lotteries and special hunts, they've they've got quite quite a selection. It's all over the state too, so it's not just isolated in one in you know one section of the state. So I'm looking looking forward to that. Um, I know we've got we got a review, Andrew, this weekend. Uh, our buddy Steve Shepard, man, Steve, we we really appreciate you listening. Appreciate you taking the time out of your uh, out of your day to to give us a, a really positive review. And 
you know, we're just, you know, a couple of idiots trying to have fun and, and hope we uh, entertain you guys for an hour or hour and a half every, every week. So if you want to hear anything on the show, you can find us on Instagram, the.o2.podcast on Instagram. Find us on Go Wild. Just search O2 Podcast. You can, you know, reach out to us individually. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I've had so much fun doing this, and the people we've got to meet have been, have been a lot of fun. We've got a really good episode this week with with Dustin Huff. We met a couple of our listeners came down or up for this wherever they were from the, in the state, but it was cool meeting those guys. And uh, thanks for the review, Steve. Give us a review. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll throw you some free stuff. You know, we got some stickers and and some some really some really neat gifts that we can we can give away. I'd love to love to spread those out uh, to everybody. So yeah, give us a review. Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Android. I, I just found out that you can you can tell your Alexa to play a podcast and we're not on there. I tried it. Like we got to figure out how to get the pod the podcast on the Alexa or Amazon. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I'm too dumb for that. But yeah, appreciate your reviews, man. Keep keep them coming, guys. Appreciate you. So before we get to the show, the one thing I want to from a little bit of news around the state, uh, besides the licenses and lotteries and stuff, saw a thing on there where uh, up in Wayne County they some of the wildlife officers and, and stuff had done some killbuck marsh cleanup and where they removed over 20 tires so shout out to you guys for keeping up the good work cleaning up everything and, and taking that time to, to do that uh shout out to you assholes throwing tires in the water uh don't do that okay so stop it you know i one of the one of the spots that i hunt regularly here in, in central eastern ohio every time i go out there there's a new piece of trash and it makes me so mad just seeing that. It's just like, why? Why Why are you doing and the tires? I drove out today, so or this this weekend, I put my first trail camera up ever on. I, I put it up on, you know, public. And I drove out, there's a couch, there's a refrigerator, there's probably a dozen tires. Wow. And, you know, I, I've, I've, I try to take out as much trash as I can. But, you know, I, like, at what point do you draw the line? You know where you're like, okay, I need help. I can't, I can't drag out a refrigerator and, a, and an entire couch. But, you know, I will do whatever I can do to help the state. You know, police that and and you know, clean up. And if someone from the state of Ohio listens to this, reach out to us, man. We will, we will talk about the cleanups that you guys are doing. We'll try to organize. I know I do it. You would do it in a heartbeat. And so, as far as as far as other news, I know there was a um, Rawa. Recovering America's Wildlife Act. That's still kind of you know working through the the quagmire that is Washington D.C. There was a little a little dust up over the weekend. H.R. eighty one sixty seven was I believe the yeah House Resolution eighty eighty one sixty seven was introduced by uh, a guy down in Georgia, and it's it's to remove the excess tax, uh, which is the Pittman Robertson Act, which has been in place for decades. And if you don't know what Pittman Robertson is. That's a windfall excise tax. Anything that, that, that we as, as sportsmen or women buy, so firearms, ammunition, hunting clothes, camping equipment, fishing lures, string, it doesn't matter. Any equipment that we use to participate in the outdoors and the hunting that we love, a small, small portion of that goes back to the states in the form of wildlife conservation efforts. And so it's money that the federal government taxes us gives it back to the state and, and, and we can use and, and we could talk about taxes and the ethics of that but that's not what it's about i mean if, if i could pick something that i have to be taxed on and where it goes it's going to be wildlife conservation efforts in the state of ohio 
every time. And it's spread out amongst the states. I mean, we're talking billions of dollars come back to the states. Yeah, and that's something I, I think we're going to try to get. Uh, we got a connection with somebody over in Washington that we're going to try to get on here. Uh, I can't guarantee it yet, but hope, hoping we we can make that conversation and, and try to get a feel for, for what the thought process is. I mean, like you and I have talked, Paul, ever since I've been involved in this, like the Pittman-Robertson was this is a great thing. So the idea, like it kind of caught me blindsided that stumps, wait, wait, we're going to re- repeal this? Uh, like I thought this was a great accomplishment. So, But there's always two sides to every story, so maybe we, uh, we'll we just have that conversation. But, um, yeah, so this week, though, we got um, – We've got Dustin Huff. Our, we're going to have you guys run you through at the Dustin Huff show, and you can hear his whole story, hear a few songs. Uh, Paul, Part of Paul the Producer's uh, concert series that he's uh, put on. So it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll let you guys get all of that. We're, we are super excited to go down to Send It Slam, uh, hang out with Dan and, and other people, probably record some stuff down there. So we might, might bring you back some good content. Uh, but we appreciate you guys uh, all the way through. For listening, we just got some updated numbers, and it just keeps going up and up and up, and we couldn't do it without you guys. So, uh, like Paul said, hit us up on any of the social media stuff and, and give us some ideas if you got them or reviews, whatever. Uh, we, we really appreciate you, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy this week with uh, Dustin Hop. It's a good one, man. We had a lot of fun. Thanks for listening. If you're in Louisville, come find us. Appreciate you guys. See you. And we are here uh, at the Granville Brewing Company. Is that what it's called? Brewing yeah, Company. Granville Brewing Taproom. There you go. In Granville, Ohio. Summer Concert Series number two. Yeah, concert Paul. number two. Brought to yeah, you by we, Paul the Promoter. Paul the Promoter. Paul we, the Promoter. We, I like it. Yeah, we got, a, we got a good one today, man. Dustin Huff and your friend all the way from Indiana. Thanks for coming out, man. I appreciate your time. I appreciate y'all having me, man. It's Wait, you have, to, you have to explain what the friend is because, you, <laughs> I mean, that almost sounds like he brought his girlfriend or something with him. but So... She's pretty. I can I can kind of see it. The sun is like right in my yeah. eye, but there's I just tell tell us. Well, first off, his name is Moose. His name is Moose, but he's a whitetail. He is a whitetail. He is a whitetail, but he looks like a moose, so that's what I named him. <laughs> and he's big. He is big. Yeah, he's we'll, big. So we'll, we'll 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 dive into that. So so where are you from, man? Tell everyone. I'm from Greensburg, Indiana, southeastern Indiana. Uh, born there, raised there. Um, yeah. Who taught you? Who taught you to hunt? Uh, my dad. Uh, I've been going out with him since ever. I was five, six years old, going to the deer stand, and I shot my first squirrel when I was ten years old, and then first deer when I was twelve, and um, yeah, just been been in the woods and on the water ever since I was a little kid. There you go, man. Big fishing, big fisherman too. Big, oh yeah, pond an fishing. Yep. Yeah. I've seen some good, some good fish you put up on. Oh yeah, we're always a bunch of crappie. Yeah. We're always That's catching messes. Yeah, we love fish fries. Yeah, it's great. We good? Oh, okay. So you've had you've when so, so first off, moose. When when did you uh, when did you kill him? So I killed moose on November fourth, um, in the evening, about six thirty in the afternoon. Um, I was on a seven eight day. I always take off the last weekend of October, first weekend of November, and uh, sure enough, about the seventh eighth day of eight ten hour day hunts. The first shooter was in. Oh man! Wow. So you've been cool. sitting out, sun up to sundown each of those days. Yep. So I, I believe it was October 28th or 29th was like when I 
started going, all right, I always do it every year and then hunt that Halloween weekend, last week of October, Halloween weekend, and then hunt that whole week of November, first week of November. And so I killed a doe on that Sunday, which was Halloween. My nephew killed a little five-pointer, and then four days later I shot, shot moose. <laughs> So had you did you have trail cam pics of him? I mean, like, had you did you even know that he was out there on the farm you were at? I had no idea, no, no idea. idea until after I killed him. Uh, neighbors came over and started okay. showing me all the trail so cam they, pics. So they had they had trail cam pics. Mm-hmm. How mad were they? I mean, were they were they excited just to put their hands on him? Oh were they, yeah. Were they pretty jealous? I mean, they you could tell they had the wind knocked out of them, oh, but yeah. I mean, it was they were just excited that somebody from you know local got it and you know. It wasn't some poacher or somebody hit it with a car or something. And yeah. So, yeah, man. It, so, I mean, it's easy for us. We're all sitting here looking at this uh, monstrosity of a whitetail. <laughs> what is moose? Who is moose? Like, yeah, how'd you, like, how'd you wh- come up with that name? Literally, how I got that name was when I first seen him in the woods, when I first laid eyes on him, all I could see was how wide he was. And I just knew he was a big deer. And right whenever I seen his antlers, I just said moose. I don't know why. I was just like, that's a moose. And when he put his head up and started coming up the ridge, I was like, wow, this is the biggest deer I've ever seen. And moose just stuck. You, you Turns out on... he's the biggest deer that uh, anybody in the United States has ever <laughs> yeah. seen. Yep. Right? So. Did, you, did you come on strap when you saw him? Like, did, oh, did, you, did you like look at him like, that's a big deer, and just, just stop? Like, just start looking at his body? or did you? So whenever I first saw him, he was down in a creek bed, and he was facing right towards me. But it's, he's down in the holler, you know. But there's a little draw that comes right up to me. And uh, so I'm just, I can see how wide he is, and I'm no, at least 20-ish, but I didn't know how tall or anything he was until he put his head up. And once he put his head up and I saw him coming up the ridge and I saw the side, this side of him, this right side, that's whenever I was, I started blacking out. I was just like, this is so much adrenaline going. Like, once I knew, like, what trail he was taking, like, I was telling myself, like, I might get a shot at this deer. And sure enough... What, so, was he, what was he doing? I mean, was he grazing or just was he in rut and he was just He was just walking through the woods. I mean, he was he was just cruising. I mean, it was he wasn't going fast. I mean, he was just nose wasn't to the ground. He was just walking. Did you grunt at him or did he just walk? Nope. Just... I had some uh, heat wave cover scent and, you know, my deer urine out there, but that's about it. How'd you stop him? Or did he... I whistled at did him two times. Him? Give us a whistle. The second so, one got him. So the first one, I couldn't even shoot him. The first whistle, I, I had a staring contest with him for, I'm not even sure how many seconds or minutes or, I, I don't think it was minutes, but however many seconds it was. And then I knew I had maybe a yard where I could whistle one more time before he was gone. Sure enough, that second whistle So did he, him. he saw you? I'm not sure if he saw me or not on that. The first whistle, like, I couldn't shoot him on that. We were just staring. I had two or three saplings right in the boiler room where I had to put it, and I couldn't shoot. So, like, I was about to throw up just staring at this deer at 40 yards is what I was guessing. And, like I said, I said, one, just told myself one more step, and I'm going to whistle. And that's what I did. And sure enough, he stopped on that second, that last step, and... Snuck one through them them saplings. Did, I mean, did you just just shut it out? Like, and you saw that? And you, I mean, or did you think about like, did you tell yourself like, don't miss or? Oh yeah, calm I down, mean, or was it just it, total blacked out? There was so much self talk, blacked out. Every, I mean, it was crazy. Like, it was just like, 
time was not even like a, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know how to describe the feeling. Well, I meant any big deer hunter, like that adrenaline rush, but times it by a hundred, <laughs> you know, where. Reminds, reminds me of that doe I shot last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how long do you think he was around? Like, do you interacted with him before you, before you shot him? I would say from the time I seen him to pull the trigger, two minutes. Two, three minutes, maybe. It felt like and a half an it, hour. And it could have been less than that. Yeah. From whenever I seen him to pull the trigger, I mean, it was, it was, it was pretty fast. Beer delivery. Beer delivery. <laughs> Beer girl. Thank you. Thanks. The, um, so let's talk about the shot itself. You, you said he had him coming up. He stopped, but he was had some some twigs in the whatever in the way, saplings in the way. And you had to get him to move forward a little bit more, and then. What were you shooting? A crossbow. Crossbow, okay. Yep. I'm the gear junkie, so you gotta tell me like what kind of crossbow and what kind of arrow set, bolt set up, right? Yep, uh, so I was using a striker. Okay. I don't even think they make a striker no more. No? Uh, so I had striker on, um, using beam and arrows, uh, rage two blade. Um, yeah, and just get, yeah, like I said, I didn't, I didn't even have time to range him. I'm gonna order all that stuff right now. <laughs> you gonna order right now? Because <laughs> obviously that's what it takes yeah. to kill the big deer. So do you do you hit him with the rut Daniels? Didn't go 20, or do you have to track him a little bit? He went about 50 yards, okay, straight west from me, and I he stopped, looked around, and that once he started doing the tail flick, that's whenever I knew he was going down, and started doing the dance, flopped over in the holler that he came from, you and just I put, just what'd you I, do? I literally just put my hands up. I went, let's go. <laughs> Did uh, the, you got a pass through on him? Do what? Pass through the bolt. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Found the bolt and. Where'd you hit him? Right behind. Right okay. in the smoking. Right in the bullet room. He was kind of quartering away, so I, it came out his left shoulder hair, but uh, yep. So I wanna, I want so. You are a singer songwriter. You, really good. Your music's awesome. I've Thank I've you. really enjoyed listening to it. I appreciate um, it. So I want to I want to hear about you know like what kind of happened after the shot, but if you wouldn't mind, I'd just play play us one of your songs if you would. All right, you ready for that? So yeah. we'll take yeah. So if you want to grab yeah, grab that's your, cool. Yeah, grab your guitar. Um, Craig, you want to mute his mic? Let me take. Well, I guess I can keep it on if it's muted. Surprised none of our children have come up here yet. Oh, we're all muted. Craig, go ahead and unmute us. Oh, it's his mute his vocal mic, the interview mic. Yeah. Oh, because it's in the case. Ooh. Oh yeah, no, it'll it'll be it'll be seamless. In the we can we can. Uh, I'd like to hit on like the neighbors too a little more. Yeah, absolutely. Whenever, and we'll yeah. just I'll drop Lucky Buck. Yeah, Gotta absolutely. drop Lucky Buck and. Here, let me get your. Where's your? Uh, uh, where is that sucker? Uh, oh, right, right there. Perfect, thank you. Craig, unmute me real quick. What, uh, what are you gonna sing for us? Well, I'm gonna play one, uh, that I wrote, is that mine? It's wind. Play one that I wrote about where I grew up. Check one, two, hey, check one, two. 
check, check, check. I turn this on. Can you? Thank you. Check one, two. Perfect. Well, we'll try one. This is a song about where I grew up. A little small town. A little house in the middle of nowhere. Called If That Ain't Country. County Road, 220 Southwest, in a lowest middle class house, not too many neighbors around. Daddy worked for the county crew, Mama worked for the paper at the Daily News on Main Street up in town. The red, white, and blue flew in our front yard. Good dog slept in a kennel out by the farm. And man, if that ain't country, well, I don't know what it is. And man, you might think it's funny, but that's how we live. We didn't have a lot, but always had enough back when I was a kid. And man, if that ain't country, Fishing creeks, five gallon buckets of snip green beans down wind screen on every screen door. Winter time when it got cold, we kept warm with a burning stove. Wood stacked up as tall as me on the front porch. Southwest in a low middle class house, 
Not too many neighbors around. Perfect. It might have been this. Mute the monitor. Mute the guitar, Craig. Doesn't like the ground. <laughs> What's that? Oh, okay. That's a good song, man. Thank you. I haven't listened to that one on YouTube. I appreciate it. Yeah. Here, I'll so, put this back over here. So you, so you shoot, you shoot moose, climb out of the tree. Who'd you call? Well, I was still in the in the tree when okay. I made my first call. I called my girlfriend, McKaylee, um, just because, like I said, I was on day seven, eight. So she allows me to be out there eight to ten hours a day. Yeah. And um, was she excited, or was it one of these things like, oh, cool, you can kind of finally come home now? No, she was excited because she, we, her sister actually got part of the phone call. Her sister's always on her phone, so like she got half whenever, and you can hear me just going, baby, I just smoked a 170, 180 class deer, you know? And like <laughs> yeah. she's just, she's fired up because she can hear that I'm fired up, but like, you know, I wasn't even down to go see it. I just was guessing, you know, 170, 180. And so talked to her for a little bit, and then I told her I, I got to call my dad, and my dad was my second second person I called to come you, out there. Were you just in a regular tree stand or? I was in my uh, climber. Okay. Yep. Same climber. Sorry, I'm going some... backwards. I'm my bad. I'm, I'm <laughs> no, still on I'm yeah, gear, yeah, gear and gear. yeah, figure this all out. Mm -hmm. right? He's going to go buy a climber. Today. Yeah. Maybe. Summit. <laughs> Summit Viper. Right. Okay. Summit Viper. There you go. Yep. So. I've had it since eighth grade. I almost fell yeah. into one of those one time, so I will not get back <laughs> You ain't getting in one of those? They were comfortable. But. Oh, yeah. My yeah. recliner in the woods. Right. <laughs> So you so you get out, uh, or you, you call Michaela, you call your dad. Um, when, when did your neighbors find out? The guys that have been hunting this deer. When did they? When did they get to it? I don't know if they knew that evening, but it wasn't until the next day that okay. the neighbor, you know, the guy that had all the trail cam picks and was feeding him Lucky Buck and had him on mineral site, you know, for okay. three years. He didn't come over till the next day. Did. Uh... When you got out of the tree, though, like, did you let him lay for a while? Or was it one of those things, like, you saw it crash, so? I saw him crash, and I made, you know, I made two phone calls. I got down, and then I made another phone call to the one of the property owner's sons, Nick. And I just met, he was already back on another farm hunting, and he just came over on his side-by-side. -side, and I met him up, I, this is before I even went up to the deer. So I, I, I refrained from... I was waiting for everybody to come out there with me to all walk up on it, and that's what we did. Hey, bro, you you might want to see this. <laughs> yeah, and that's better come over. I here. told him to call his dad and his brothers, and I mean, it, we had oh, six whole, or seven guys out there to help you got us the out. Whole, the whole holler. <laughs> oh yeah. Down looking at him. Yep. Right. Yeah, it was pretty cool, man. So you get you get all your buddies, walk up to the deer. Like I mean, you knew where it was at, so it wasn't a hard track job. I mean, at what point as you're walking up, you're like, wow, this is way bigger than I thought he was. Well, I, 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 knew, I was just thinking 170, 180, you know, just because that's just, I wasn't even going to try to push that. You know, it was just one of those things, like, we don't see 170, 180 class deer where we deer hunt. So it's like, me saying 180 was like, whoa, you know, and even, even the property owner was like, I'd say he's a high 160s, but, you know, we wasn't even thinking, 200 wasn't even in our mind at all. Yeah. 
So what, like, did you guys score them that night? Did you Google like how to score deer or? or? So, I once I had we drug him out. I started sending Snapchats to all my buddies, you okay. know, and uh, and I didn't really let it get out other than my like Snapchat groups that I snap with my buddies and two of my friends, Byron and Blake. They said, "Do not touch that deer." <laughs> they said, "You don't know what you have." Because, you know, I was, I was about to cut the straps out of him right then that <laughs> night. You know, I was, we, were, we were about to fry him up. And they said, put the knife down. We're going to be over in 20 minutes. And then they come over and was like, that's a two. They knew right off the bat that it was a 200-plus deer just by looking at it. Yeah. And then my buddy Blake put a tape on him. He's, you know, he's not a scorer or anything, yeah. but he's seen people do it, so he just kind of knew where to put stuff. And so whenever he got the number that he got, I was like, well, is that? For? He's like, you need to start checking the Indiana State records, like books, because this is going to be right up there. Right up there. So, so what he so what he score with with Blake? He he had him at like two fourteen. So what's Milo Hansen's spot? He's like two two thirteen, isn't he? Two He's two thirteen. Okay, yeah. so you didn't even know that you had. No, I didn't. I was thinking that you could have had a world a world yeah. record. Yeah. So at the time, I was just thinking, okay, Indiana. Indiana. So then I googled Indiana. All right. Well. It was saying like 195 was the Indiana record, and this blew it away. This, yeah, this had it. So I'm telling my dad, I'm Little like, deer. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, dad, I was like, I think this is the state record, and it just kind of blew up to. I started googling, well, let's go to the U.S. record, and then when I started seeing those numbers, I'm like, well, shoot, we're right in the top three, you know, yeah. top two. Okay, but I'm just trying to envision this this scene. Are you guys all like have this thing hanging, and you're like half measuring, but you're trying, you're going to save the meat, right? Like, you're going to do something with the meat. You're so not going to let it rot by so figure out how big it is. We had him in the basement. We hung him up in the basement. And that's where we always do our, we do everything ourselves, you know, process our own deer and everything. So we were just going to do it, you know, that that evening. Well, until my buddies come over. So we, we also have a walk-in cooler up, up top. We had already three or four deer in there. So we just kept. We, we had him gutted out, and we gutted him in the woods, and that's all we did with him for about Sorry, three Paul, days. Sorry, Paul, we're going to take your dough out and put this big <laughs> Yeah, <guy>. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we just, ha- we just had him laying there, and then people started coming over that next day, the day after, and just I was opening up that freaking <laughs> cooler how many times just people stopping by. And they just stare at him. Just stare at him, take pictures. and Wow. So what did the neighbors say? I mean, it was just he, the one that had him on – Camera for you. Yeah, it was feeding him lucky buck. Yeah. So this guy, and that's what he told me. He goes, I've put a lot of money into that deer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I mean, he's had him on camera since he was a three and a half, four, from three and a half, four and a half to five and a half year old. What so he's five and a half. You he's, had him aged. Yeah, okay. He's five and a half now. And uh, well, he's dead now, but he was yeah, five and a half. He now. was five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't letting him get to six and a half. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so he had. Him and another neighbor, which this happened like a couple of days later, but they had a bunch of, they had been after this deer, had trail cam picks, even one of them had a name, a different name than Moose. What was his name, do you remember? Uh, Megatine Jr. Megatine, that's clever. Oh, I'd yeah. love to see Megatine. Yeah, that's Megatine Jr., so, and, because apparently years before he had shot the senior, which scored like 190-something, and wow. they, they think that this deer is, did the same genetics as that. Megatine Senior, so that's why they named him Megatine Junior. But what we didn't know that he was traveling eight and a half miles away. Oh wow! 
So that, other people down from that farm had pictures? I mean, they had pictures so, from all the way down the road. So, yeah. So the guy that's adjacent to me, Chad, that had him on Lucky Buck, and even the guy that was eight and a half miles, he had him on Lucky Buck, too, which is crazy. We got confirmed pictures, trail cam pics of him eating on the mineral sites. And, uh, but anyways, Chad, the guy who's adjacent to my property, he's the one who come over the next day. And, I mean, you... He stayed over for probably two, three hours. I mean, he just said, because there was people coming in, like, lining up down the driveway and like down the wake. road just to. Yeah, you're like a funeral. Yeah. yeah, just to see this deer. And um, so, yeah, Chad's just sitting there, and he starts showing me all the trail camp pictures. you get little cards to pass out, like Megatine Jr. <laughs> That's what I. Died November 4th. <laughs> yeah, here you go, here you go. Uh, but, yeah, so he just, he was cool, man. I mean, he was, he was just happy, like I said, that somebody local got it. And, uh you know, the right way, and he, obviously, he was a little, you know, had the wind knocked out of yeah. him, but, I mean, he was, we still text today, you know, he sends me, if he finds more trail can pics, he'll be like, hey, I found more pictures of that deer, you know, and. Have you found Megatine the third yet? Maybe he'll be coming in a couple so, of years. <laughs> so, the property that you're hunting, they shoot a 190 across the street, you shoot a, what, what, what he score, 211? 211. Right that across was the, the street. That was so, the net, right? That's All the net. So he done. was two sixteen and two eight was his uh, gross. gross. Yep. Do the do the neighbors still let you hunt that part? The the landowners they let you hunt oh, that yeah. still? Do they? Oh really? yeah. Okay. He's he's just the good old boy farmer. I mean he's got thousands of acres that you know. But this this hundred eighty five acre hog farm he's got hog farms all over too. This is a hog farm. You're the right. hog farm. Okay. Yep. So just little little bits of woods, drainages, big we, old open pastures. We probably got hundred eighty five acres and it's probably spit. 50-50 of timber and then crops and then there's one little pond about a two acre pond three acre pond on it but you got it all there oh yeah. yeah but it's just one of those things that you don't even we don't think about we just we go out to shoot deer you know yeah. we shoot if they're 15 inches if they look like they're 15 inches wide you got the green light it's, yeah. it's, it's down <laughs> you know what i mean so like we don't try to grow deer we don't try to you know we don't even have target bucks or anything like <laughs> So, in the, the your neighbors and stuff have been watching them. Is uh, anybody got the sheds and stuff off of them from from years prior? Oh yeah. So, met a guy, uh, Brandon Danforth. He found the sheds from when he was an eleven. So last year, his twenty twenty sheds, because uh, he that G five, he grew that G that three inch G five to make him a perfect typical. But he was an eleven the year before, and they got with giving him a twenty inch spread, hundred ninety seven. Is what he scored, wow. and that guy still has him. I said, I want to get replicas of those, and I want to put them on my yeah. pedestal. <laughs> put them up there with. Wow. That's wild. So what? What? What'd your dad say when he? Because dad's like, we can we can be kind of funny. Was he? Oh, was yeah. he real excited, or he just like, bad, pretty good. Like, oh, I mean, he. We just. Well, once like we knew what the numbers were and stuff, like. He was, we we were just in shock. Like we yeah. can't believe. Like what the heck is a deer like this doing? in a place where we deer hunt. That's we've been deer hunting yeah. for years, you know. So we were just mostly in shock, uh, you know, obviously excited. But Tell us a little bit about what southern, south, southern, south, southeast Indiana, Yeah, what's it look like? I mean, uh, I know lots of Indiana's very ag heavy, right? Mm -hmm. But I think once you get down that way, you got a little bit more terrain change. and. So like, yeah, I mean, there's not huge hollers, but I mean, there's hollers. I mean, we got hollers and it's mostly fields i mean fields and there's a lot of fingers a lot of um pastures so they're always running fence rows they're always there's a lot of 
you know, draws, a lot of funnels going through the property that I hunt. Um, it's just... Just tucking in there, huh? Yeah. Just hiding away. Yeah. I mean, whenever you, somebody says, you know, deer traveled eight miles, mm-hmm. I looked it up on the map, map one day. I mean, that'd be over in Granville, on the other side of Pataskala, and to think that, like, this, you know, four miles or whatever each radius, it's crazy to think just, where that deer could be. It could be at the kids' elementary school, yeah. you know, but yep. it could also be up at uh, 310 and 161. Yeah, like, we're even yeah, close and to you. That's what I mean. So, like, what I was saying, the guy that was eight miles away that had him on Lucky Buck and had all this trail cam pics of him, I mean... He thought he was hunting this deer, but the only trail cam picks he has is in uh, December, January, February. Yeah. And he's gone every single year. And then once uh, spring, summer, into the hunting season, he's over at my neighbor Chad's. <laughs> he's starting to get him on camp. So yeah. he was going sure. back and forth. But so the neighbors eight miles away were deer hunting him every year from since he was a three-and-a-half-year-old, 170-class deer. But they weren't even... They're like, well, shoot, we might not even be in, it, be in the ball game because he was spending his the season over on where Jeez. we're at. So he just stepped foot in the wrong. It's just crazy. Wrong patch of woods. So I know. So the night the night you shoot him, you're you're so you're Snapchatting with your buddies. Um, were they were they just ragging on you or were they just they just jacked up or oh, were they yeah. just poking at you like friends do? Oh, they're jacked up. They're yeah. just like, well, when I first told them like 170, 180, like, and then once I sent them that picture, like, like I said, two guys, they were like, no, that's a 200 inch deer, like, yeah. but the other guys were just like, hell yeah, huh? That's a, that's awesome, you yeah. know. So it's pretty cool. And still, like, uh, we had a uh, friendsgiving that last week in November. Okay. So I had him cut up by then i took a package of loins over and we had poker night and you give chad a roast and say thanks oh yeah, yeah exactly getting, yeah you get your lucky buck back get, get a, him some beef way. jerky yeah. <laughs> get him bags of beef jerky <laughs> so i on one of the so you you've been on a whirlwind the last what eight, nine months yeah ten months. so one of the other shows you were on i heard did you that little one that um, little one <laughs> i've heard I of it mentioned the name no. uh <laughs> we can talk about it. <laughs> we can. You, you, just so, got, you just got off the Meat Eater podcast, yeah, the meat man. Eater that's, podcast. that's uh, I'll fanboy out a little bit. That's, that's pretty sweet. That's pretty wild. That was pretty wild, man. I, I'd never been to Montana before, and getting to fly into there was awesome, and meeting those guys. And it was just crazy. It was just <laughs> nuts getting to play a song on there, too. And Did you win the trivia? I won the trivia. I'm the first guest. Oh, to win. Yep, I was. They said I'm the first guest to ever beat them at their own game. I said, Heck yeah, yeah, man, that's yeah. awesome. That's a good year, right? Yep, yep. Uh, so in the, in that show, you, you were talking about like so Luke Combs. You know that guy? Like he's a buddy of yours. Yeah. Did he just Facetime you, or what? How'd that go down? So he called me. Okay. Um, the night you shot moose. So the evening I shot moose, it was probably wasn't till like 2 a.m. that night whenever I he called me so it was I assume they were getting on bus call bus calls always 1 or 2 a.m. after shows and it was a Thursday so he's probably on a Thursday Friday Saturday run because uh, our buddy Ray Fulcher who was opening up shows for him he's the one who texted me because I had made a tweet earlier that night and just said didn't post any pictures because the only pictures that I sent was to my buddies and mm-hmm. stuff but I made a tweet and I said I think I killed the biggest deer in Indiana and that's all I said, dot, 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 no I've pictures. I've seen that tweet. So, yeah. and then that's whenever uh, Ray texted me out of the blue, and he was like, oh, Huff, let me see this deer that you're talking about on Twitter. And uh, so I sent, sent him two or three pictures, and then right after I sent him, I'm getting a phone call from Luke. 
And so I got out of bed, and I'm like, what's up, Luke? How we doing, man? It's been a while. And he's like, Bubs. He always calls me Bubs because I was always the youngest guy going on tour, you know, and opening shows for him. And uh, he was like, you don't even know what you did, do you? <laughs> and I was just like, it's a big deer, you know. He's like, he's like, I'm going to make a couple phone calls for you tomorrow. He's like, don't, don't post anything until I give you a call tomorrow. So then he gave me a call that next day. He had tipped off Meat Eater. And it just kind of went from there. Yeah. Yep. So outside of Luke Combs, who is the next, like, big personality kind of in the outdoor us. hunting space? It wasn't us. We it's were, us. Yeah, it's <laughs> us. So you've peaked, just so you know. This is, it's all down yep, to right us. here. Yeah. So it's a three three family. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so, you, so when did you, like, what was the next big call you got? Uh, well, Meat Eater, they called me, right like, right after Luke. Okay. And then uh, after that, I mean, it was just Facebook. I mean, Facebook was blowing up, Twitter, Instagram, emails, phone, text messages. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't until, like, a week or two. Man, probably wasn't even a week. I'd say less than a week. That's when the magazine started calling and stuff. They um, wanted pictures of pictures scores. And, and... Yep. But at what point did it – you had to wait a minute to get it completely scored and everything, right? Yeah, 60 days before the official drying time. Drying okay. period time. Was that a nerve-wracking 60 days? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, because, I, like I said, I didn't, I didn't know anything about it. You know, like, all right, well, they were saying, well, it could shrink. It might not shrink. It could, you know, this and that. And I'm yeah. just like, so obviously I was nervous. And so That's, uh, wow. So, I like, you know, just a whirlwind. Oh, yeah. Since then. Complete shock. Um, <laughs> It, at what point did your life actually start to change where you're like, oh, man, this is getting this is getting kind of weird. Uh, things, things are really starting to change for me. It was probably really right after. I mean, probably the start of January when the show started. Um, once the ATA show uh, started up. And that's Are you down there? It, yeah, I was at ATA. I was at a Quiet Cat booth. Um, I was there for two days. And... Uh, that's when it's because I started making more connections there and started meet people and um, yeah that's when it kind of started to blow up you know well I guess it kind of did prior with media and stuff but just like the relationship stuff meet people you know when you got it scored and all that so you waited for sixty days I mean you had to take it someplace and how many guys scored it I'm, I've heard some of these crazy ones you know they get like. Mm-hmm numerous people in there scoring on that kind of stuff so there was only one guy and he's uh he's one of the he's been doing it for 40 years one of boone and crockett's like veteran guys and uh he came down uh, i believe from minnesota okay. to score it for me right, yeah right there at your house huh? well at uh the collector's house yep okay, okay. very cool so when I mean, when he was scoring that, were you just like a nervous wreck? I mean, at this point, like, you wanted it to be the oh, U.S. Yeah. record. Like, it, oh, yeah. has to be it, right? Yeah. I mean, I was just nervous wreck on everything, you know what I mean? I was just like, it was crazy. I feel like we've alluded to it, but you own the United States record for yes. typical white deer, tail. White tail deer. Yep, white tail right. buck. And, it, and the crossbow world record. Crossbow world record, and then... Uh, Number two overall with any implement, any. And that's only to some Canadian, right? Mm-hmm. So that doesn't really count. So <laughs> the uh, what was the final score that you had? You said it earlier, but I... uh, two eleven and four eighths is his net, and two sixteen, two 
ace was his gross. Okay, why did they say two eleven and four eighths? Why don't they just say two eleven and a half? That's what I always ask him, and then because that's what I was don't trying to correct. Fractions Whenever I tried to correct the score. That was a Mustang. Yeah, he was, was he was like, he was like, uh, my child playing in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, saying four eighths. I'm like, if you know, but I guess that's how they do it in the deer world. There you go. And what was the, what's the number one, the Canadian guy? 213. 213 and like one-eighth or something like that. Couldn't stretch it a little bit, could you? Well, if we would have knocked that kicker off on his left brow tie, we, we probably would have been real close, yeah. He shouldn't have shot that deer, Dustin. You give him another year. I should have waited. Yeah, I know. So walk one up the hatchet. Year. Wham! Take, take it right take off. Take a free, yeah. Take a chisel and start chiseling off. Yeah. So so life, life changes. I... That's a replica, right? Yeah, that's my replica. So what? So what? What brought that on? What happened there? Uh, I ended up. Uh, I was getting. Whenever people were calling me, I had a bunch of people. Well, there was probably only a handful that actually like were serious about you know wanting the, the original, original horns, and um, you know I thought about it for a couple months, and finally you know found a guy that gave me a good a, a number that I needed, and uh, yeah, we just kind of went from there. And was that tough? I mean, did you have to think about it hard, or I mean, it was. It, it... took me two months. I mean, I, so... I thought about it the whole time, um, but then I just I, I thought about the big picture of where I'm at in life right now, and it was a it was something I had to do. Yeah. And yeah, for my family and everything. So. If you ever walk by that mount at home, be like, "Thanks, man." Oh, dude, he's got his own wall. He's got yeah. he sits on his own wall. I'm gonna put a I'd like to put like a background <laughs> of like wood, barn wood yeah. taped out in the Indiana carved out and have him like pushed up against it but yeah i just super thankful man it's yeah. just i still can't believe it no that's that's pretty well what's been the kind of one of the cooler things you've done since since this i mean you've been on like a bunch of big big shows and podcasts i mean what's what's been probably the one where you're sitting there like man i can't believe this is going on probably the real tree okay i mean the real tree thing was nuts With like bill and tyler bill tyler and david blant dude and, yeah. and michael waldell like I used to watch those guys <laughs> all the time as, yeah. you know, 10, 12-year-old kid and whatever they did on Monster Bucks, and that's what I'd go try to do, at, you know, and so it was, it was just crazy to hang out, and that's what I kept telling them. I'm like, I was just riding in the truck with Bill, and I was like, Bill, this is just so crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting in your passenger seat right now. He's like, we're just the same old, you know, we're just good old boys. I was like, I know, it's just crazy, though, but. Yeah. What'd so, Waddell say? I mean, was he just like... He's fired He's up. funny, man. First oh, time yeah. he laid eyes on that, what'd he say? Was he... Oh, he was just like, oh my gosh. He was yeah. just fired up about it. Because, I mean, they had all 180, 170-inch deer all around that whole real tree farm. And, and that's what he kept saying. He's like, this makes these ones look little, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but it was cool just to be in those guys' presence and just, you know, hang out with them for a day. and yeah. That's cool, man. It was crazy. Yeah. So... Music. I mean, you you've, you're plugging away, man. I mean, it's it's good. I mean, you're, so you're you're writing songs for for other guys. I mean, what's your what's your plan with that? I mean, is the music career I would imagine is going to just blossom? I mean, your name, your star is brightening. That's what we're hoping. Yeah. Um, after shooting this, like just having people say, "Hey, I found your music," just because of this deer. You know, that's yeah. it's been a huge thing on Spotify, just getting the numbers up. But uh, I. My main focus is to write songs, and that's yeah. and that's what I love to do. I'm, I play, you know, I play songs, but like me sitting in a writing room or at 
on my living room couch and coming up with whatever. And if somebody wants to record that, that gets me more fired up than me up there singing a song. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, so that's my main goal is I write every single day. Um, I got guys that I write for down in Nashville or with for and. Have you had um, any songs picked up by anybody? Yeah. So, uh, and I apologize if, if, it's, if I'm missing something. I don't really pay attention to the radio as much anymore. Yeah, there, I don't have any radio or okay. anything, but I, you know, I've got cuts that, from folks down there with record deals and stuff. Just, and so it's, the plan is to get those singles in the future. It's coming. Yep, get those album cuts and then get that single. So yeah, buddy. Um, hopefully, hopefully in the next few years we'll be able to do something like that. But yeah. Good deal, man. You want to play another? We play you play a couple, man. What I mean, what so what's I mean, what's next for you? Are you gonna you gonna stay in Indiana? Are you gonna move to Nashville? I mean, you had a big day yesterday. Yeah. Bought some property. Yeah. So uh, that's that was the biggest thing that me and my girlfriend's ever done. You know, like first time ever buying a house, or you know, I've rented my whole life. Um, so yeah, finally got to close on a uh, property in southeastern Indiana. Uh, it's a County that I've I'm not going to say the county, but it's yeah. a county that I've always wanted to own. Property yeah, we don't know in. how to beep stuff out. So <laughs> yeah, we're not going to beep like the media. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently I give too much information. Is what they oh, said. Oh, really? It's all right. They had what's his name? Phil. He was a, he did a good job. Of beep, yeah, they everything. would just bleep it out because I was name dropping where I was and stuff. Oh, They're yeah. just like you can't say like, that, bro. You don't want to do that. But I I ended up yeah closed on it yesterday and uh, so we'll move in in 30 days. I'm just fired good up deal. to see what kind of deer are on. That property and yeah. obviously yeah, out there. Oh yeah, there'll I be know turkeys too. Tree, huh? Yep, but I'm I'm always gonna go back to where I killed moose. I always yeah. got that to um, go back to deer hunt. So I don't think he's gonna kick me off this year. I'll have to. I'm yeah. gonna shoot him another text before he sees. Go, hey, am I still good to come deer hunt? Yeah. I promise I won't shoot anything like that again. <laughs> oh man. No, that's 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 cool, man. I I I. I I can't get over that thing. Man. It's not. I mean, he's man. just. Un, and that's what I mean. Unreal. And that's what I just stare at him because I'm just like, there. This is impossible. Because like, it's yeah. just, it's crazy. To me. It's how much beef did you get off him? How much? Did you, I mean, yeah. <sighs> Shoot, it was over. What? A, Ninety pounds. Wow. Ninety, ninety some pounds, I think. Did you weigh him after you got him at all? Just to feel We just, that? we just guessed just from like I was telling people out here. I was just. We base it off the deer we've already killed, so it's kind of like, yeah. well, we we think that the one in 2018 was about 250, and you know he was way, Much yeah, and that's what I mean. We didn't really real give thick neck. We didn't just, really give him a score, but we were just saying he's a 300 pound deer. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's insane. That's incredible. Yeah, it like I said, it was me, my brother-in-law, my dad, uh, the property owner, his three boys. <laughs> that's all of us drug yeah. him out. That's cool, man. What yep. a what a story. Crazy, dude. So what do you got? What do you got next? You what's your what's your next big event with um, Moose here? You got something fun coming up? Yeah, uh, July 9th, I'm down at uh, the what the heck is the Senate Slam? Is it the Go Wild thing? No, it's um oh. down in Seaverville, the Smoky Mountain Knife Works. So okay. I'm I'm in there on uh, July 9th from 11 to 4. And I'll be showing Moose off for, you know, three hours, and then I'll play about an hour of music, 45 minutes to an hour. and So, yep, and then we got shows lined up August, September, October, and uh, hopefully book November up. But I'd like to keep only one show in November because I, yeah, I got to yeah. save that for the deer hunting. I have yeah. a feeling you will never play another show in November. <laughs> yeah, we're done. That day yeah. is. November's off. Yeah. <laughs> yep, November's done. That's funny. 
I mean, do you think every deer after this is just going to be a disappointment, man? I mean, how are you going to, how are you just going to be I just grateful to be out? I'm just, oh, dude, I'm just grateful to be able to deer hunt places that I get to deer hunt, you know, just, um, you know, like I said, it's a hog farm, but, you know, it's just, I've always killed deer since I was a little kid out there, you know, we didn't, we didn't think there was, we knew there was good deer out there we didn't know anything like this like yeah. you think we say like oh there's 140 150 inch deer and then we're like that's believable you know yeah. but once we start getting in the 170 180 it's like eh, no, this it's neighbor not. this this neighbor's lying to us you know what i mean but have those guys, okay the neighbors i'm back to that idea had they ever indicated to you that such an animal existed no not until after not. i killed yeah, yeah. After, once after i killed tell anybody yeah exactly no. no nobody well i mean people had knew People were getting them on trail cam, but they weren't. They weren't. They weren't telling. Yeah, they like, weren't hey, broadcast. I think they were in a really small group of like they would tell one or two people, but it wasn't like, hey, it's you know, going one. to a party and going, dude, you ain't gonna believe what right. I got on my trail cam. No, there was none of that talk going on. Right. Yeah, you said somebody almost hit him, right? Yeah, the night before, um, Nick Springmeyer, the guy right up the road from me, Jeez. he said I almost hit that deer. He said he was crossing the road. Literally about half a mile from where I shot him. Wow. Yep. That would have been worth totaling your truck. Oh, it? yeah, for sure. But I'm I glad mean, he like, didn't because if not, I mean, we wouldn't be doing this right now. So. Yeah. Unreal, man. What I else? would have totaled my truck for him. Brett, you got any questions mm-hmm. for him? Dive in. I know you got something poking around in there. <laughs> Brett, Brett Morris, Blue River Bow Hunts here. Drove all the way from Indiana. The question was, where do you go from here after shooting something like uh, that? Well, my thing, I always joke about this. It's either I'm shooting the first 110 that walks by this year or I'm going to wait for a crazy non-typical. But, man, I'm just, I'm going back to where I've always, so my 134 was my biggest deer before him. So if I can shoot 135 and up, I'm going to be happy. If I can start working my way back, you know, to shooting a mature deer, I mean, but if, if it's late season, he's 15 inches wide. I'm he's getting dropped. <laughs> What's hunting Indiana mean to you? Oh man! Of it's course, just, the Indiana boy would ask that question. <laughs> oh, it's just it's home, man. It's just it's home. It's it it was the sleeper state, and um, I think it's on the map now. <laughs> so, but yeah, dude, it's just home. It's just it's always been home, and uh, I've I've deer hunted other states, but it. Indiana is my my favorite. You know what we uh, say, Indiana is better than Michigan. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yep. So J- Justin Ross is here. He's our archery hike guy. You got you got, I know you got a question for for Dustin. What type of uh, I guess opportunities now? Have you met some people that say, "Hey, man, why don't you come out, you know, and hunt a different state, you know, or have squat hunts or something, you know, like has anybody offered up something else to you now that you didn't know before?" Yeah. The question is, what kind of opportunities have opened up and have you had other people you know, say, hey, you want to swap hunts, that kind of thing? Uh, yeah, so uh, met a guy. I actually put in a tag for Kansas this year. I, I got denied, but I put in for the draw for that. But that was just one of those things. I had a guy I met in Iowa, um, Buckley, Steve Buckley. Him and his boy invited me out, but I haven't even put in for that. But just people coming out and just saying, hey, would love for you to come deer hunt with us. And I'm just like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll go deer hunting with anybody. So, yeah. Did you, did you call Kansas and say, hey, do you – 
Do you know who I am? I'm kind of a big deal. I should have, but yeah, I'm waiting on a refund from now because I already paid for the tag. Oh, man. Just good. Thank sure. you. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, Justin said he was appreciative of, of just your humility, man. And that's that's absolutely right. There's so many big personalities in this, and I, I do this all the time, air quotes, hunting industry. Mm-hmm. You're like, God, you're obnoxious. And, and and you're not like that, man. Just keep keep it like that, my friend. I appreciate it. And that and that's another thing, like in the I didn't even know there was a deer business or whatever people call our industry and in the music business, like I know the music business. I know there's you know, so I've been in that a long time so whenever this happened i didn't even know there was like a business but once it started to like you kind of learn about it and like he said like these personalities are these big buck blowhards and all these guys that just like i didn't realize that deer hunting was that way like where i'm from we just we're excited when somebody kills a deer it's just like heck yeah dude like that's all like there's no like (laughs) i've never understood how there's like this huge like mad at this person or mad it's just like Hit somebody on the back, hell yeah, you got yeah. your deer, man. Like, that's just how it was where, it's where it's I'm from. It's like that from, Miranda but... Lambert song where it's like, you just got the first big buck of the season. Or whatever. I just got the biggest buck in all of U.S. history of the season. You <laughs> of, know, the like... se- of the season. But, yeah, it's just, it's pretty crazy. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm starting to see, and you, I read on, you know, the Internet people talking. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's just so funny to me because, like, where I'm from, where all my buddies and us, we're just, we're just happy when somebody gets a deer. Don't right. matter how big or if it's the yeah. biggest. Heck yeah, dude. Knuckles, yeah. man. It's just we're awesome. excited. J- Justin, Justin Rush. Yeah. You got a, you got a question. So was was the uh, division of wildlife interested in it? Like, what was that process? Did they look at it? Did they validate it? How that? Uh, division, oh. He asked if the the Indiana Division of Wildlife wanted to check the deer out. So the next day, I was advised from Meat Eater. Uh, the guy who contacted me, Luke contacted Meteor, and the guy from Meteor contacted me and was like, try, he was kind of, after the interview and stuff, he was he was kind of the guy who coached me through all this stuff, because I didn't who know. Who was it? it? Can you tell us? It was Spencer Newharth. Okay. Um, and he he knew everything, you know, what shows go for, what this is, what blah, 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 blah. Did you run by the, the O2 podcast, the Ohio Outdoors <laughs> no. podcast? Yeah. No. I'll have to check. Good. Good. Thank God you didn't say Would he been mad? He'd been like, what? He'd been like, whoa. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he kind of walked me through everything. Um, so the next day, I called DNR. And so the lady picks up. I'm like, hey, this is crazy, but I think I killed the state record of Indiana. And she was just like, I'm going to okay. put you on hold. She so she was Please just like, hold. had no idea what I was talking about. And she's like, you need to go online and fill out some stuff. And I'm like, no, I need somebody out here to, like, check this deer. Like, so, like, anyways, nobody comes out for how many days? So I'm back in Nashville. I got to go write songs, you know, that next week on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I come back. Well, I get a call from DNR that during the week. Hey, we're at your house. <laughs> well, I'm in Nashville. You know, I, I got work to do this week, and I'll be back home on Thursday. And so it was. Where was the deer? Was the deer just in that cooler? Still in the cooler. Okay. Sleeping. Did you lock him up at least? Oh yeah, we Did had. Did you have cameras on? Like no cameras, but okay. we had we had him locked up. And so it wasn't until, like I said, that next week or 
middle of that next week whenever DNR comes out. They had already been getting calls. People calling, oh, he posted. Oh, he shot it with a rifle. Oh, he's, he's not an Indiana resident. All this stuff comes out. And I told them, boys, I said, I'll show you where the gut pile is. They found my tree, found where I shot him, everything. So you had wildlife officers that... Two of okay. Two DNR. Indiana were they cool DNR. or were they like real skeptical? They were cool, man. Okay. They were they were awesome. It's like we've just been getting tons of calls, like, and I'm like, oh, I guarantee. I said you're gonna be getting calls for. They knew you were a big deal, unlike well, those Kansas guys. <laughs> no, those Kansas guys. And so they come over. Well, talk to them. About a week or two later, they call me again. We got we got some follow up questions. I said, come over to the house and have a seat on the couch. You know, I I just love to just. Give y'all some coffee, and we'll just sit down and give you the whole freaking spill, and that's what we did. And squash. What it. were their follow-up questions? Were they just from? Were they it they was, were just listening to from? To they the were still hate getting people calls. Coming in. People hating, dude. That he's he's a Tennessee resident. Nobody knows what I just had travel back and forth. You know what I mean? But people think I've been living down there for ten years, but I don't. And so that was the main question. And then. Oh, we also got a call that you shot it at midnight with a high-powered rifle. I'm like, where do people come up with this yeah. stuff? So I showed him my arrow. I showed him my bolt and everything. I was like, here it clean, is. Have you cleaned it? Oh, no. Oh, he's, no. he's going right on. It's going right with the hair still on it. Yes. Yep. Yes. So, yeah, man, it was. But after that follow-up, we took pictures with the antlers, and it was good to go. So he said they're mm. still getting calls. No kidding. People still mad. <laughs> People I'm going to call and be like, he was on a podcast hey, he said this. <laughs> he said it was the greatest podcast he's ever been on. <laughs> yep. Check that out. This is a good one. I love it. The meat eater guys don't know. Sh- <laughs> yeah. Who are those guys? Who are we've those had two, guys? We've had two meat eater guys on our show. We, we can't. They're, they're, they're good. We love <laughs> no, them. Oh, yeah. No, we love them. So. Good old boys. Yeah. So I, I didn't know where to go after my meat eater insult. That was kind of funny. Yeah, we just got canceled. <laughs> first light, our first kiss. light sponsorship is gone. My it's wife done. has a question. Uh, that's yeah. not a deer We're not going to ask that question. question. I appreciate the very. I didn't realize that it was it's a little her? too heavy for me, but I, I appreciate it though. Get him a Natty Light or a Bud Light. Which one? Natty. Yeah, see, how'd I know? <laughs> Southern Indian the water Bush. beer. I got some Bush, Bush Delights at home. <laughs> Oh man! So man, I I I really enjoyed this. I really oh, yeah, have, man. Too, man. I've, I've had a lot of fun. Um, we're gonna be watching you, man. I, mean, I appreciate the sky, it. The sky's the limit for you. For, for where can music. people find all your uh, everything? Music, deer, um, life. You can find it on Instagram. Only, only fans. Uh, yeah, only fans. <laughs> we're on uh, Instagram, Facebook, just the Huff Buck. Um, Anywhere online, I mean, all got t-shirts for sale. They're pretty cool. T-shirts. I got some hats coming in. Koozies coming in. Um, so yeah, we're just we're gonna go show the deer off. Koozies is right I didn't man. poach this deer. <laughs> yeah, with the deer on if, the back. Of if DNR calls again, I didn't poach the yeah. deer. <laughs> you know, what I, I can't mean? believe for the four hundred and thirty. Yeah, and, the, and that's what we talked about. Like, it would have been one hundred and forty, one hundred and fifty class deer. Yeah, no questions asked. Absolutely. It's just yeah. it's just that everybody's got a call whenever. Just petty some, jealousy. Something yeah. like this happens. But yeah. I get it. I mean, they gotta, they gotta make sure. And uh, so yeah, good deal. You want to call Luke Combs? See if we'll <laughs> FaceTime him with it. Yeah, FaceTime Luke Combs. You got his little baby in there. What's up? Hey, what's up, little guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to see uh, July 30th. Going to. He got me some tickets down in Atlanta. Okay. So I'm gonna go. I ain't seen him in. Well, hell, it's probably been two years since I seen Luke. Wow. So when he called me, it's just like, 
what's up, dude? So then I'll, this will be the first time I've seen him since okay. killing the deer. And yeah. So, so you yeah. roll over and you're like, ah, oh, so who's calling me at 2 o'clock in the morning? Oh, oh hey, Luke. Like, what's, oh, what's up, man? <laughs> That's how it was. I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's been a while since I talked I know, to him. Not to beat the dead deer, but the uh, the guy, you heard you talking earlier. He had, um, what was sleeping like? Oh. You, you, you said you had a tough time. You'd lay down and get up and go down. Check on the deer. But to make sure he was still there or that he was just, real? Yeah, just to, like, make sure that nobody was had caught wind that he was, you know, because, like I said, I only sent it to my buddies, but I didn't know if they had sent it out to people that evening, that night. Yeah. And so every, i just get up, go down, look, make sure he was still hanging up. How long did that last? That was just the one. Okay. The one that night but I'm telling you dude I was shaking the next three days like I still had the adrenaline shakes wow. where I was people were still calling I'd have to put my phone down because I, I would get so fired up about telling the story because it was still just so and I would just yeah. I'd, 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 I'd just pace back and forth telling the story just like so so when did you take him to the taxidermist it was probably four days okay three days later so, so it, it was on Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday so when did you get it back? How long did it take? Uh, did, you, did you take it to someone you know that, that wouldn't, wouldn't mess with you? Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. I don't know if they got Natty Light here, but go ahead and give her a shift. I was going to say, you like can pass the other one down here. but Oh, yeah. That's it? That's, that's better. You're like, can you put half thank a you. beer in there and put water in it? That's <laughs> yeah. what they that's Put, what put they a little H2O in there. <laughs> Thin it out a bit. Um, get our easel up. Yep. All right. But what was it? I can't remember. Back to Oh, tax Um, Shoot, how long was it? He got it done pretty fast. It was because I said I needed to have it. So I dropped, what, the four days after that would have been. You have to wait the 60 days? So the drying time, did so you yeah, have to wait time? to get it to the taxidermist after the 60 days? No, no, no. So okay. he just cuts off the skull. Oh, So I it's see. just, it's got the skull cap and then that just hangs in the basement or wherever. I just had it in the shed out, out back. And this skin is just some roadkill deer that you've. No, that's that's my original. Oh, that's my okay. original cape. So in the in the uh, when I sold the horns, yeah, okay, gotcha. I end the deal. You literally just sold the horns. No, I I did that a little. Well, okay. it's been a little bit, but in the deal, I said I want to keep the. But you, cape. so you gave the other guy the roadkill deer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome, man. What a story. I shake after shooting a doe, man. And that's like, it, dude. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, I get fired up about a yearling coming by, man. Like, I yeah. just love when I see a deer in the woods. You know, it's just I get fired up, and I usually just wave at the bucks, like, "Hey, <laughs> hello, I'm Bye. over here." Yep. Don't worry about me. <laughs> any any uh, any sponsors you want to thank? Uh, I know you've got you've gotten you've gotten some love from the from the hunting industry. Yeah. Uh, just what I was using. Well, my yeah. neighbors were using Lucky Buck, and I was yeah. using Heat Wave uh, calming scent. And, uh, yeah, so I've hooked up with those guys. And Striker Bows has come out of bankruptcy, you know? It, well, hopefully Striker. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to call them back. Hey, you want to start remaking these bows? Yeah. I need a new one, man. Because I bought it used for 300 bucks. like. What, Just tell, tell Ten Point or someone like that right. to, to make a Striker model or something. Yeah. The Huff model. The Huff model. Yeah, the, the, uh, the Huff Buck. Pinpoint or Slayer, something, you know? Slayer, Buck Slayer. They're, Ohio, yeah, they're up the road. We, you, yeah, know. you think we can make a phone call to them? Let's make a phone call. Let's just, tell them I'm looking. Tell them I'm looking. You call Luke and Steve Rinella, and then we'll uh, yeah. we'll do what we can, too. You know? Yeah, yeah so, Steve Rinella never returns our Instagram messages. Steve, we're watching you. <laughs> so 
sir. All right, what else we got? That was good, man. This, I'm is, good. this is a good show. I'm ready to hear some music. Yeah, I am too. Man. You, you want to play a yeah, couple, couple, I'll couple play songs? songs yeah. play. Um, smoke them if you got them. I don't even know how to play that yeah, one. You, it's been a I while. Did, I didn't it's even write that song. Oh, really? Yeah, I, that was my only song that I cut outside. Okay. But I was probably 21. It's been a while. 20, then, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I've okay. written hundreds since then, but people do love, whenever I was playing a lot of like band shows, that was one I always played, okay. you know. Get it. It was like at the start. Should I shut this? That's cool. Yeah, Dustin, thanks for your time, man. We appreciate you, buddy. I appreciate y'all having yeah, me. Yeah, man. Heck yep. yeah. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. This song's called I Should Be Fishing. This will be coming out this August. Well, I should be fishing Somewhere on a boat floating suntan cold can chilling Reeling in a five-pound largemouth good time grinning. Yeah, I should be fishing should be in a beer stand Sipping coffee from a cup Watching the woods wake up Spitting red man Waiting on a big buck To slip up 30-30 in my hands Yeah, I should be in a beer stand A hundred mile away From a everyday rat race Hate this backed up traffic Fogging these skyline night lights Concrete high-rise makes it hard to find them stars Catch a sunset, wish I was down a back road Back home, sitting on the best damn honey hole I know Shouldn't be caught up in this fast life City living, man, I should be fishing I should be way out there Without a worry or a care in the world Set a standstill stuck here With some dude in a suit honking in my rear view I could use a county line, baby I gotta get out of here A hundred mile away from a everyday rat race Hate this backed up traffic Far from these skyline nightlights Concrete high-rise makes it hard to find Catch a sunset, wish I was down a back road Back home, sitting on the best damn money hole I know Shouldn't be caught up in this fast life City living, man, I should be Taking it slow, taking it in with the west wind blowing just right. A hundred mile away from a everyday rat race. Hate this backed up traffic. Far from these skyline night lights. Concrete high rise makes it hard to find them stars. Catch a sunset, wish I was down a back road. Back home, sitting on the best damn honey hole I know. Shouldn't be up in this fast life city living man I should be fishing man I should be fishing
Thank you. Appreciate that. I wrote that about Nashville traffic and just the whole the whole town in general. Yeah. That'll be a fun music video. play a sad one I wrote this song this is also coming out in August and uh, I was actually writing songs in Nashville one week and I got a call from my mom and dad that uh, they were watching my dog and he got hit by a car and so uh, about two months later I wrote this song it's called Good Dog this goes out to my dog Cash We used to love drinking beer Out on the front porch steps We did everything together A whole lot of nothing now and then My best friend, my right-hand man Was always there when I called The only reason for him leaving Makes any sense at all Cause God must have needed a good dog just like I did, someone sitting shotgun to ride down streets of gold with and lay around and listen to me wishing he wasn't gone. But I ain't mad, I can't blame the man at all. Cause God must have needed a good dog. Guess he needed a fishing buddy Best damn one I had Or maybe he needed a little company Pray one day I'll get to ask And I know it's a better place But I won't say I don't miss him I can just see him now Running through those gates Knowing why the good Lord picked him Cause God must have needed a good dog just like I did, someone sitting shotgun to ride down streets of gold with and lay around and listen to me wishing he wasn't gone. But I ain't mad, I can't blame the man at all. Cause God must have needed a good dog. Must have needed a damn good dog. in good hands until I see him again yeah I'll see you again but until then well God must have needed a good dog just like I did someone said shotgun to ride down streets of gold with and lay around and listen me wishing he wasn't gone but I ain't mad, I can't blame the man at all. No, I ain't mad, I can't blame the man at all. God 
got must needed a good dog. He must have needed a damn good dog. Thank you. song that's going to be coming out this August. It's all three of those songs will be on an EP hopefully by the second week of August. But this is the last song. It's called Small Town Stuff. Just wrote it about how we were kids just getting drunk in a field and didn't have a clue in the world. We spend all week trying to find someone 21 who could buy us a case of beer. Had a spot on a 40-acre lot down a John Deere path where we'd party our senior year. Cops knew it, but they didn't care. Yeah, we were so far out there, and we were flying high. After Friday night lights in the middle of a field fire, ten foot high. Feeling ten feet tall, thinking we were a big deal. Dropping tailgates on hand-me-down trucks. Pouring homemade styrofoam cups. We were flying high. Just living it up, you know, doing that small town stuff. It didn't matter if we'd won or lost. We'd all race off to get a good buzz. All my buddies and our first loves had the radio up, singing our favorite songs. Small town USA, man, I miss those days when we were flying high. After Friday night lights in the middle of a field fire, ten foot high. Feeling ten feet tall, thinking we were a big deal. Dropping tailgates on hand-me-down trucks. Pouring homemade styrofoam cups. We were flying high. Just living it up, you know, doing that small town stuff. Just doing that small town stuff. Yeah, we had it made, and I miss those days when we were flying high. After Friday night lights in the middle of a field fire, ten foot high, feeling ten feet tall, thinking we were a big deal. Dropping tailgates on hand-me-down trucks, pouring homemade styrofoam cups, we were flying high. Just living it up, you know, doing that small town stuff. Just doing that small town stuff. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good. You want another one? That is no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll do that one. Let's see here. 
wish I could write songs as good as he did. He does. Thank you. All right, here's a whiskey song. I ain't played this one in a while. Whiskey. Food. 